did we start? I don't want to say anything silly because it's starting off serious. All right, let's record. Yeah, that's true. All right. I'll let you you take care of it, Richard. Go for it. Okay. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What's yeah, up, go everybody? ahead. Whenever you're ready, Richard, just go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember, serious tone. Serious. And uh, welcome to the Big Ten Rich Podcast. Oh, uh, we wanted to just start off today. We were out last week. Uh, obviously, things can, you know, in life gets, uh, you know, gets busy. So um, we weren't able to record last week. So we want to have a pretty extensive pod today. We'll probably keep a lot of things short and sweet. But first, we wanted to start. Uh, mentioning the uh, Covenant School shooting that happened here in Nashville on last Monday, a very horrific incident that um, we're not going to touch a a lot on that. We're just going to send our condolences to the families that were uh, the lives lost in that incident. Uh, There's a lot there to unpack and uh, we'll get to it at some point, but uh, just a sad day. I, I was, you know, sitting at work and I was just like, I'm not where I work. It's not that far from that school, uh, probably like, um, you know, four miles. So um, just a tragic day. I just remember being pissed off anytime, uh, you know, little kids, you know, I just, well, I just I, was pissed off. I had a earnest freak out moment. Um, y'all know my sister and y'all know what she does for a living. Yeah. Mm. So not knowing, yeah. not knowing where it was. Yeah. You you have this, it, and it was short lived. So because I found out where it happened, um, but like there was a moment where I was like, it's hard to be away from home because I could have got the information faster. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where it, it was for probably fifteen to thirty minutes, maybe an hour, where I was just kind of like, uh, let me pull over and figure out what's going on, type of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you know, and I, I, safe and I'll sound. Be honest. You know. I'll be honest about like why I really not that thrilled to talk about it because like just seeing where it was and the age range of the kids like yeah. for me it just hit different. It oh, did. definitely, yeah. And this is... it was one of the few times like I heard about something and like I was at work, you know, like I had to remove myself from the room because of the things that I was thinking about at the time. Yeah, it's just yeah. one of those. It's one of those moments where it's okay to let your emotions take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay to feel the way you feel about the situation, um, but a hundred percent remove yourself from anything that you need to remove yourself from in order to feel those. And not, um, not to get I, like too philosophical about anything, but like I always have these. You know, I you know I love to have a debate. Love to debate stuff. Love to be like just I don't you know I lo- I love to just like you like conversation. Yeah, and and like the you know I play devil's advocate a lot and stuff like that. And like people will tell me these things about things that they've seen or heard or like these incredible things. They're like oh man, you know everything happens for a reason. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like. You know, when something like that happens, you know, I can't help but think, like, what's the reason? Yeah. You know, not to bring yeah. everything down, but it's like that. That's always like the common denominator for me is like, mm-hmm. if everything's pre-planned and everything's this and that, then what's what's this for? Which yeah. really, to me, it's hard to is, fathom. Right, and which really what it boils down for me is 
how incredibly lucky the people are that don't have to go through that are and that they should really kind of you know just value shit really every day because mm-hmm. the world god man the world the way the world is now it's like at any any time any place yeah yeah who knows I mean, and, you, know, and, you know you got natural disasters and stuff like that that affect people on a much larger scale as far as like lives you know affected but like damn. yeah we've even recently had tornadoes come through the area and uh some towns south of here got you know i mean it wipes it wiped whole cities well not to get i don't want to get off subject well Mm -hmm. that's yeah yeah um but like but 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 yeah it all goes to say like you just never know yeah regardless of what type of person you are and how good of a life you lead like you could be that unlucky person at any moment yeah my advice is is just hug everybody a little bit longer and tell everybody you love them yeah, and I think I've mentioned this before. Like that, I do. You know, you, it's kind of been in the back of my mind a lot. So that every time I leave the home, or I know I'm not going to see my wife or kids, um, you know, until the, you know later in the day or something, I just try to make those moments not negative, just yeah. in case. Even though that's tough, but um, yeah. Sometimes, and, you, sometimes you got to take that extra two to five minutes. Yeah, you just, yeah just you to, to. just to make sure you know. You, you depart on good note, good terms. And, yeah. and, and the biggest, uh, one of the biggest things for me too, honestly, is just that. And I know there's a lot of arguments between different people surrounding all this stuff for everybody's agendas. You know, you know how it is when stuff like this mm-hmm. happens. But like one thing, I think a lot of probably everybody can agree on is like mental health, right? Is like mm-hmm. much more important than anybody ever wanted to like ever wanted to admit yeah and like that's the common denominator really is people are sick man like and it's just i don't i don't know if there's ever at some point where someone maybe had the opportunity or noticed something and like maybe it's just i'm just what you mean what makes you wonder like is there someone out there that could have possibly change the trajectory of this person's life mm-hmm. had they said something or not said something or simply asked if the person was okay you know i mean it's just you know who knows yeah maybe, think- maybe 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 some things are completely unavoidable because that's just how far gone people are mm-hmm. but it's like no matter what you want to argue against like that's the main th- the main thing is 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 it's it's a it's a people problem for sure, and I I, I I'm not gonna sit here and act like I have any of the answers or anything, but like to to even it's unimaginable the things that some people do sometimes, and it's like it's I don't want to say it's borderline intriguing, but it's like how do people you know it's just like how do people get there. Yeah, well, and what brings them to that decision, and what do they think that that's going to prove or fix or what? I don't well, know. Like, it's, right. it's just so complicated. What's yeah. strange is, is for us and our generation, is that Columbine is when we were in high school. 
Yeah, that shit set it off, man. Like, it was like nothing before that. Well, it, it, it's not that there wasn't anything. It just wasn't as Or at least we didn't massive. know about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't as massive as Columbine was. And now we find about, because of the way news happens now, we find everything. We found out about everything so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was one of those um, things, man. Like, schools. And, and schools and, and we, churches used to be, like, sacred ground. Like, you could be like, as long as I'm at school or as long as I'm at church. Well, a lot Nothing's of it is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like that's how it used to be, anyways. That's how, prob- used, to, that's how it used to feel, anyways. Yeah. With us is is it's it's tough because it's become almost normalized. Oh, now yeah, it's like with with how much we've gone through it. I think the like, issue is, is like it's already you know been and so know, over a week, and um, you know now it's kind of almost out of the news cycle. Not so much in Nashville, but on a national level, it's probably not even in the news cycle, and that's how, why. It's so that's that's the normalization of that, and it's like well, here's, hard to hard to well, fathom. Well, You're well, right though. Here's normal, the problem: like if if this would have happened, if this wouldn't happen in Nashville, I would have been like, "Damn, that sucks." You know, I had a lot of the same feeling, but at the same time, I'd been like, "Well, there's another one." You know, not surprised. Yeah. But the well, fact well, that it happened like down the street, basically, like. That that really drove it home, honestly. Yeah, and one thing I want to um, to do is is commend the first responders, the Metro Police, on their response. Their actions was incredible. I, you know, was telling you guys off the pod that I kind of have took a deep dive into this whole story, mostly because of my job. But um, watching the, the the body cam footage and just oh, listening that shit was to crazy, man. and um, the one thing I haven't done is I haven't listened to 911 calls, and I don't, I don't know if I even want to go there. Yeah. But um, but dude, well, you thought 14 minutes from from the from the call yeah to the time the shooter was down. That's yeah, phenomenal. it's an incredible response. And then watching that body cam footage, I couldn't help but for my, you know, me being a military veteran that's been in combat, just watching them move through that building, I was like. That's textbook. They did an incredible job. They've had some really good training. They they had really good leadership and communication through that whole process, and you couldn't do that any better than what they did. It's it's just you just you think like I'm I'm happy it happened because we didn't want a Texas incident. Was it Texas? Yeah, it was Texas. Yeah, it was all the yeah. Texas where they, where they just were sat outside. So like, guys, these like, guys ran in the building and was like, they were, we're literally s- screaming like. Come on, let's yeah. go. Yeah, I'm going without y'all, type of deal. Yeah. Um, and you just you feel a sense of pride in a situation like that because you're like, yeah, you know, these guys care as much about the city as I do, and they're willing to do more. Yeah, and, just to represent why this is such a good city. The Metro well, Police Department is getting a lot of credit, as they should, uh, yeah. but also credit due to the National Fire Department. They had to set up basically the uh, collections points and get kids back to their families. That yeah. had to be tough as hell as well. Oh, that's, they had yeah. to tell at least six families that, hey, these, yeah. these people aren't here. That's what that whole job is about, though, man, because like, if you're not willing to completely drop everything and risk your life for a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and what are you doing? Like there's two situations now where you can just look at 
how the Metro Police Department reacted and just be like, wow, it's just, you know, there's an there's That's a good the standard group of them. There's there's the the bombing incident where they were literally going oh, in yeah. and pulling people out and putting themselves in the middle of it. They didn't yeah. wait. They ran towards it. Yeah. And, and I, I got to this situation you know, commend uh, Chief Drake, who's the police chief here. He's fairly new here. Um, but the thing that he's been implementing with this, the police department in a time and era where the police department overall is probably, you know, in, in most major cities are looked at negatively. Um, you know, I'm I feel lucky to be in Nashville to have that police department because it seems like every incident you're like, OK, they didn't they didn't do anything bad there. They actually did exactly what they were supposed to do or they even went above and beyond versus where you have a situation like, you know, what was that a couple of years ago in Minnesota with um, um, with with that, you know, so, you know, I just uh, through all that that, you know, it's kind of hard to, to, to celebrate that given what happened. Um, but, you know, definitely want to commend all the first responders for that. Uh, one quick thing with that story about the police department, the one guy in the first part of the, um, of the body cam footage, uh, Rex, uh, Edelberg, he wasn't even supposed to be there. He was actually running an errand. He wasn't even a part of that uh, precinct that responded he was actually running an errand and got the call and went there he never seen those so he he's the one that was like give me three and went in the building first with yeah. the two other guys those two other guys did not know rex or, and he did not know them they've never met before so that's even more incredible that they were able to move through that building the way they did and had no clue who each other were but also be comfortable to know the guy behind you and the guy yeah. in front of so you. So that just you know? shows overall the training that they're going through. And I want to even say that uh, he's a bicycle cop. Like he patrols downtown like Broadway. And so for him to have that training and knew exactly what to do and communicate and lead the way he did is incredible. Especially with yeah. two people you have no idea who they are. Yeah. The one thing I do fear for them is, is, uh, is a bit of survivor's remorse because – yeah, you, you you put yourself in a situation where so much like it's. I don't want to even say out loud what happened, but we all know what happened because it's yeah. so it's horrific, and you kind of you know you don't want them to go through that mentally afterwards. Yeah, you and, hope uh, the best for these a, guys. They had a briefing yesterday where the three 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 or four of those guys that were there, um, that were part of the shooting to take down the shooter, um, got to give their side of the story. And they all did say that they were going through a lot of um, uh, they were they were going through not therapy, but the, the police department was providing, you know, services for them so that they could keep them from having any kind of issues like that. And it seemed like right. all of them were doing as best they can. Also, well, the, one of the other officers is a Marine veteran. So, uh, you know, props uh, for him, you know, upholding that, you know, name as well as being a police officer. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, man. Like you can't unsee, you cannot unsee, right? You can't. No. So the only thing, I mean, I know that they're probably this is what they're probably being told and what they're trying to focus on is, had they not acted as swiftly as they as they did, how much worse that that could have been. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, 
and the fact that that school worse. had the uh, had active shooter training, like a thorough active shooter training, and installed um, certain things in the building to help, such as kick plates to put in front of the door that barricades the door where you can't get in, and and blinds where you can't see in to try to shoot through windows and stuff. Um, so and they, they did that like a little bit over a year ago, I want to say. Actually, know the guy that trained that school. Um, that saved a lot of lives as well. It just makes you so mad that that stuff's necessary. It does. It's tough. It's tough. It, it's I, think, just, I would never it's, think that that was necess- that would be necessary for like every school to have that, but here we are. Yeah. And I'm we're not sure going to get into the political it. side I mean, of it, but I think we're like, all three are pissed off about it. It's one of the few things that makes me feel at ease that, you know, when, at, you know, when Ashton's to school is that I know that they have an officer there mm-hmm. and, you know, that he's there all the time. And like, it's a small thing, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just a peace of mind thing, but it's just like, don't even know if I would allow him to go to a school that didn't have an officer, regardless of at what this age, point, yeah. what, 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 regardless of what you know, what year he was in, like, if there's nobody on site, then I don't think I would be comfortable. Yeah. Um, one thing to kind of segue into, we got a bunch of topics to get to this week. Um, I put in our notes journalism, uh, just to kind of, um, not to get too far in the weeds, but to mention how crucial and how, how crucial good journalism can be. And how bad journalism overall is, because I feel like a lot of people that are reporting on this story, and it goes for a lot of other stories, especially if there's some kind of agenda, political side or whatever, they're only telling half the story half the time or most of the time, and they skew things and things, and that's why you see why there's a you know divide between people that are like you know hey I watch CNN, hey I watch Fox News, and you know it's just I just wish news would be news and wish it would. Um, be accurate reporting versus, you know, even with this shooting, just, well, it's just picking you know, sides and, and going certain ways with the story versus with, with, just being a journalist. With anything, like, if you're going to get anything, you know, any kind of at least, like, borderline unbiased just reporting, then you really just kind of have to watch, like, the, the like, the national news or like the local news or something where they literally just yeah local news the, does a pretty good job where they literally just give you that they don't give you an opinion mm-hmm. it's not an opinion piece it's literally just this is what happened yeah if 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 anything is more than this is what happened and it's this is my opinion about what happened there's going to be a spin on it yeah and it really just depends on what channel you have it on and, it's and, all you, and you already know money for driving yeah, those topics yeah you know ratings well, Whatever channel you have it on, you know, if you if you see the facts of, on the events, right, you know where it's going. Yeah. So it's not even worth it's not even worth watching any of those channels. Yeah. Because they're all gonna put their spin on it, and yeah, it's all it's all for a reason, and yeah, it, it's sickening, man, to a degree. Like a lot of the like, problems. Why do you make it about? You always try to make it about some political, twist well, political spin on everything, like. A lot of the problem I have with it now is is it's not is this right? It's am I the first? Mm-hmm. More people are overly. I, I feel another thing is people are overly concerned with 
pushing, like Kenny said, pushing or Richard too, pushing their agenda out first to kind of set the narrative or just to have the information out there first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just, hey, they want to be, the, accurate or not. They wanna be well, the one breaking the news, but yeah, like they're like the wrong well, information. Well, I had it first. And then you look at it and be like, well, you were wrong here. And they're like, well, because yeah, I was first. <laughs> technically i was wrong about this but i was right about the overall and you're like and then it becomes a semantics argument and then you're yeah. just like why am i arguing with a guy on twitter yeah and so exactly. it's just it's stupid like that's what used to make news trustworthy yeah it was we could you know wait until stuff came out and then would report it as it happens instead of but it also helps in situations it's weird. It, 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 it's real weird right now. Well, the, the, the one kind of, thing I will say is I'll commend a lot of my colleagues at, at my radio station cluster where everybody stopped where they were doing, regardless of the format, whether it was a country station, the sports station, uh, you know, urban station. We all stopped and we started talking about what's going on and talking about reporting the news of what's going on because that's why we have an FCC license is because of moments like that that we need to use those voices to inform people what's going on in our town and where to not go to or what, you know, just to give that news out there and as accurately as possible. And I think our, you know, my colleagues did a pretty good job with that. And um, so I just want to commend them for that. Easy segue, since uh, we're talking about journalism, um the uh, WWE UFC merger. Before we dive into that, I will say this: I almost want to give props to the person that br- did, did break that news because they straight dunked on all these like I don't want to say mom and pops because there are some pretty big outlets that they named and tagged on Twitter uh, that are pretty big like pro wrestling uh, entities that like you know try to break all the news and have a pretty good pretty good. Um, track record for having stories and content and this was a c c uh cnbc guy and he was like so i got this scoop and reported this news before all y'all and started tagging them and just basically was like just dunked on them and i almost gave him props (laughs) because he's like basically like all you guys do is pro wrestling and report stuff and y'all fight and bicker and and bitch at each other here I am working for CNBC, and I get this scoop and break it before all y'all. So suck it. <laughs> well, it was a very wrestling way of breaking the news. It was. It was a very heelish promo type. Um, That's pretty good. But that merger is very interesting because it's not really like one company. Well, Endeavor, Endeavor is the parent group for UFC, who is now the parent group for it's not a merger. It's an acquisition. Like you, you have to be clear about that because people, and I'm not saying you, and I'm not saying Kenny, I'm not saying about, but dumber people will be like, oh, so the UFC and WWE are the same thing now. No, 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 that's not no, what I'm no, saying. No. That, business that would, model is merged into Endeavor, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So Endeavor owns both of them, which right. in, I don't know if y'all have heard Endeavor's plan. They want, to become, they want to become the richest sports entertainment entity. Yeah. Like so. More than the NFL? Well, that's a sport. 
They want to yeah. become bigger than ESPN. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they want to be the top. But yes, like you said, sports entertainment and combat sports. It would be uh, like, group. yeah. So it would be like ESPN buying the NFL. Uh, okay. Yes. Or buying uh, the NFL and the XFL or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there you go. That's that's similar uh, type groups. And the crazy thing is, is I, I, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago because there was a lot of bad journalism about a lot of bad, uh, even a dude from, um, would, uh, I'll, I'll come back to it, but, um, you know, somebody reported that a Saudi group bought the WWE and that was not true. Right. Um, they were interested in his defense. <laughs> there, there were, there were probably, yeah, there was definitely an entity that was, that was in the mix, but it wasn't done. And so right. I think, I think ultimately this was a Vince McMahon, um, you know, he had pretty much, he's been, he was brought back because we talked about him being kicked out basically and retired and all that. And right. Then, then brought back to kind of complete this sale. Well, since it wasn't like a traditional sale and they were going to like let Vince McMahon go off into the sunset, he now has the similar role as Dana White. So he's back. And well, that's why apparently he went with this company. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. They, and it, they gave him control back yep. from Triple H, which well, actually that, Triple H didn't have the full control Nick Khan did. Oh, really? Yeah. Triple oh, H wow. was over a portion of WWE, but Nick Khan was the president and CEO. Right. So, and now Nikon is is now below both of them, I believe. Question. Yes. What happens what happens first? Better storylines for UFC events <laughs> or more realistic WWE matches? Neither. Because I, it's not a merger. But they're not there's gonna be a lot of cross promotions, but I don't think yes. there's gonna be like hey, we're, just, it's not gonna be like they're doing uh, what was that uh where they did live boxing on Monday Night Raw that uh, right that ended a couple of people's careers. <laughs> what they what you will see though is UFC fighters at WWE events. Oh, 100. Conor McGregor's already putting stuff on social media about wanting to be at WrestleMania. And then you will also see WWE fighters mm-hmm. at UFC events. And something you will see is almost like a feeder school. When UFC fighters are done, yeah, it makes sense because they have a shorter career. Are we going to see UFC dudes getting into it with WWE dudes and showing and like and like actually like? There's definitely that's definitely going to happen. I'm sure. Or I'm sure uh, next year WrestleMania, there's going to be like a Conor McGregor versus somebody. But you know, it, it'll be at the it'll be when they're done fighting. So like, who, oh, you're who, not going to have a dual, we're not going to have a dual champion. So, like, this is what no. I'll say. Oh, no. Who amongst us you better not doesn't don't, think... Don't say it can't happen. No, no, it's not going to happen. There'll never I be a UFC no. champion and a WWE champion. It won't. Right. It won't. Okay. But what I you will see... see I can see okay. a UFC person a being good, the champion. A, a good example is if someone like Cowboy Cerrone, who has a large fan base, who can talk on a microphone, if he goes to learn wrestling... He may go wrestle. That's possible. I mean, here's the thing that 
That's said a, a lot of a lot of both WWE and UFC people said it's the same business model. It really oh, yeah. is. And you it's such a different thing. Have a, it's a lot of the similar training as far as conditioning. Um so but, there's a lot of similarities there. I don't know. I don't think it's I don't know about all that. I don't know if it's as similar as I I I would not go as far as to say that it's similar. I will Sorry. say the WWE, the WWE or wrestling has more like show muscles. Where the UFC, you can have a guy that's still flabby and can throw. So there is some kind of there is a difference in training. Um, but what the UFC guys do have is is they can take punches, they can take falls. I don't know how good they would be at taking pile drivers. Those are those are a lot different. I mean, they're they literally work on quarter inch mats and they're judo thrown all over the place. Yeah, like the, that. I can I can yeah agree with that. Yeah, so it's like look at Ronda Rousey. She trained was in judo. Terrible in WWE, by the way. She couldn't talk. She can't talk, and she's not really that good in the ring. Well, she could only do arm bars in mixed martial arts. Arm bars so. and hip tosses. Yeah, so that's half the battle, man. But you, you have get, guys. You get, if you got to get hip, if you got a good hip toss, man, you're pretty look, much you're in there. Yeah, but look, you've had guys like Ken Shamrock end up being a. I mean, he's probably the him and Brock Lesnar. He got better for the, for a while. Bobby Lashley. People. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's more, probably more. And I'd be See, willing to bet that there's a lot of people like in the uh, like NXT or like that are in the training camp um, in Orlando at the at the performance center that are like we don't even know their names yet. They're just training to see if they dude. can eventually be in the WWE. Tito Ortiz would have been the best WWE. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh-uh. He would have been like the heel of heels. Like. No, nope, not even, even a good close. promo. But I bet you're wrong. He Y'all been so wrong. hated, dude. You're so wrong. So much. You are the wrongest person. You are <laughs> so wrong. You're... And I can't believe you're this wrong about this. Dude, when Chell Sonnen was ten oh, yeah, times Chell the man he be... was on the microphone, oh, dude, and could yeah, actually no. fight. I, yeah, now, yeah. Chell, 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 Chell might actually have a chance of. I don't I think he will. Dude, He's too old. He so Not actually cool. wrestling, but I can see him being a commentator or something because. Uh, uh, Daniel Cormier was at a lot of stuff over over the past weekend with WrestleMania. I think he's just a big wrestling fan, though. Chael Sonnen's like the king of shit, man. Chael Sonnen would have been the best. Fucking, you're, you're right. He would have been. He would have been great. So good. You know who, so who good. is? Um, not to dive into WrestleMania, even though it was it was pretty good. WrestleMania. I mean, probably the best WrestleMania in a while, for sure. This past well, last weekend. But uh, man, I gotta give my hats off to uh, to uh, Jake um, uh, or not Jake? Uh, yeah, is it Jake Paul? Yeah, Jake Paul. Logan Paul. No, no Logan. Logan. Paul. I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, he he he's made to be in WWE <laughs> just for those From, same reasons. He can talk. He's athletic. He can do the, you know he can work pretty well in the ring, and From, just can be that bad guy that everybody hates. From what I've read, I haven't watched any of his matches. But they're saying they're saying he could go like top shelf wrestler. He could. He could be a stone cold. He could be a rock. 
he could be one of those Shawn Michaels. He could be one of those guys. Like Val Venus? He's that good. <laughs> He's better than Val Venus. He's, right He's even better on the mic than Val. Bullshit. But, uh, but you also know what he used to do, don't you? He was like a top-tier high school wrestler. Now oh, that makes sense. So. And yeah, you know where a lot of good. You know where a lot of wrestlers go. I was not. I was. I was. I was. I've been just uh, like I can't believe he's good. Is Bad Bunny? Yeah, I heard someone else say that they were really impressed with him. Yeah, which is WWE's awesome. next uh, pay per view is going to be in Puerto Rico, and he's going to be the host. So I'm oh, sure he's going to have a match. But, but anyways, <laughs> I will say this. A lot of people aren't happy that Vince is going to have control again because apparently... Well, it definitely showed his cards on this past Monday Night Raw, which usually the Monday Night Raw after Mania is one of the best of the year, and it was actually one of the worst. WrestleMania was all ran by Triple H, but uh, Monday, the Monday after WrestleMania is when they announced the announcement and officially made Vince back, and evidently just kind of looking through reports and stuff that he was kind of backstage, you know, changing up stuff that Triple H had. And now that he's got the authority to do so, really just jacked the whole show. Well, there's a tiny rumor out there, Richard. And then we got to move on from wrestling Mm -hmm. because I don't watch it. I just read about it because it's it's fascinating to me right now. All the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. I love drama. Love drama. Yeah. There was one match changed by Mr. McMahon. Uh, from Monday Night Raw? No. From WrestleMania. Which one was that? The last one. The Cody Rose Roman Reigns one? That he wanted to keep Roman Reigns champion. That's interesting. Um, That's a rumor. And not, to, not true. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't think Cody was going to win it anyways because I thought it was too soon for him. And I was hoping thing. that he would lose and then make his way back and win it next year. I don't even know who that is. That's Cody, Dustin Cody Rose, Rose. American Dreams son, baby. Oh, the American Nightmare. The younger brother, yeah, the younger brother of of Dustin Rhodes, oh. aka Gold Dust. I want to do a deep dive on Gold Dust on this show one night. Oh on, my on, okay. this, on this episode, I want to do it because not this we got to move on. Not this episode. Yeah. We got to move on. But I think his character is one of the most diverse characters in WWE history, and yeah. I think if we just talk about his history. Just that character, it's just he's it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's so we'll, far we'll before do it's that time. One day he, when we have well, I remember when he debuted, he freaked me out almost as much <laughs> as like mankind did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But let's not get into it. I think I think we should do that and we don't have football to talk about, so we got plenty of episodes to do it. <laughs> well we do have NCA <laughs> March Madness and basketball championship to talk about real quick. And let's keep this brief because we have two more things to hit. Yeah. Um before we get off the show, I will say championship. You knew it was going to happen. If you didn't, then I'm sorry. You haven't watched UConn yeah. during the tournament. Also, the final four. I, the San Diego State FAU game was awesome. Yeah, that was worth having a horrible national championship. <laughs> That's all I have. To yeah. Say. The only bad thing about it is it ended up being so unbalanced unba- in, in at the end. You know. Yeah. But. And fuck UConn, man, for beating Gonzaga. Like, <laughs> I was so close, man. Like, dude, all back to the money, huh? It's it 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 was a horrible NCAA tournament, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was so, so I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I can't say that I've had more fun watching the tournament. I can almost ditto that. Like I had, I mean, I'm just, not a huge college basketball guy, but this tournament has been chaotic and hanging for out somebody that's a casual, you know, hanging out and watching so much of it. Yeah. And just doing the, the random dumb stuff that I shouldn't have done. Like it was pretty thrilling, man. Like it, it's dude. I will say this. I have taken off for the first two days of the tournament three years in a row. I think that just needs to be a thing. Like I love it. I, and I'm not a big college basketball guy, but I love the tournament. I had fun watching yeah. it, man. I'm like, this, this shit, I can just sit here and watch it. Well, so what, did, what did y'all think about the women's? Oh, well, let that me was, say this before we get into the women's. Than normal. Let me say this before we get into the women's. Um, I will say this. North Carolina is about to pass sports betting in the state. Nice. So he's, he's in there. Maybe next year. We do a Charlotte guys trip, maybe. Ooh. Just say that during the tournament. Maybe. There we go. So there we go. All right. Anyways, women's game. Um, LSU. I don't know why people thought Iowa had a chance. LSU. And if y'all think I'm using this term wrong, I'm sorry, but they got some fucking dogs that can play basketball and they have, have a have, deep ass roster too. They are good. Their coach is a jackass, but they are good. <laughs> And yes, that girl from Iowa can hit it from anywhere in the court, and their center is scrappy. But aside from that, yeah, that's all they had. That's about it. I, you know, and obviously for me, did I want LSU to win because it's LSU? Yeah, of course. But also at the same time, like I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I pay attention to women's college basketball. But I kept seeing promos and and like replays of that chick from Iowa. What's her name? Caitlin? Yeah. Caitlin yeah. Clark. And Clark, like yeah. every time I saw her, like she was doing some kind of like gesture or showboating or something like that. And I, and, and, I, and I don't know her. I don't know anything. But, but like the whole time before they even played LSU, I'm like, I hope they lose. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like I don't care who beats them, but like I'm tired of seeing her. I mean, she's great. She had an amazing. She's a fantastic. Tournament. She's a fantastic basketball player. She's such a sometimes major just, record, just, right? Sometimes you just see those players, whether it's female or male, where like you're just like, well, kid, you're, like, you're over it. You know what I mean? Like it's like you like, and Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady. So I, I, I get but it. You know what? You know what I didn't like though is that they kind of glorified her for talking shit, and then when the it was on the she was on the other foot with uh um I forgot her name. From Angel. LSU, yeah, Angel. Um, it was like this complete opposite tone, and it was like some kind of borderline, like no, tone racial right. stuff that it I was, was just it like, it wasn't borderline. There you go. Well, I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I was just like, borderline. I was pissed off. I'm like, okay, so you're gonna be like all cool with her, but then you're gonna say something about her. You That's not hit, fair. She okay, hit, she got hit with a double standard. She 100%. did. I'm not gonna lie, she did. But what she also did was weird. Because she chased a girl down at the end of the game when her team is celebrating at the other, other end of the court. Hey, man. Caitlin <laughs> deserved it. Talk <laughs> shit. Petty does. And you That's know fine. That's fine. I'm here for about it. But Michael Jordan like, said cool. it's, we were competing. It's, it's easy to talk shit when you're up 15. Yeah. Hey. Try talking shit when you're down 15. I mean, Caitlin was doing it too. So, well, that's – well, my favorite <laughs> – They were, they were Caitlin, actually up – she was like, you're down 15, shut up, to the, some girl. Yeah, because the girl was talking crap to her. 
True. It was the Louisville. It was the Louisville point well, guard that everybody this, was that in we love all with. agree that we so <laughs> we like the oh, uh, talk shit. Please yeah, talk shit. Competitive. It makes the shit. game so much, and it makes talking about it so much more fun. This yeah. is what's gone. This is what's lost in say like the NBA. Like dudes are like too friendly these days. I don't even think they're friendly because there's no. guys that openly okay, hate each other. They're too cordial. Look at Pat Bev and uh, yeah, Russell. But okay, but yeah, there's not a lot of those guys though. But exactly. Well, I'll say this: it's like uh, it, there's not enough done on the court. All of it is sneak disses. Um, Twitter yeah. shit. I'm not gonna say your name. Yeah, like dude, dudes but, usually uh, go <laughs> at it on the court. But I will say, uh, uh, who's the guy that plays for uh, Philadelphia? Used Maybe. to play. F- no, uh, used to play for Houston. Played for the Thunder. Paul, Chris Paul. No, no. Had the Mohawk for the longest. Has a big beard. Oh, Birdman. With tattoos. Oh no! Oh, James Harden. James Harden. Oh, Harden. Yeah. Openly talks about how bad the Greek freak is. But he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. But see, that's what I like. I like that. Like, he's like, that dude sucks. All he can do is jump. Like, that's yes. what he'll say about him. But, like, he's a phenomenal then, basketball player. And then people like, hey, that's some super hater shit right there. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody looks at James Harden as all you do is jump into people, you know? And so yeah. it, it's, it's, it, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. I think that people talk, like, that's the thing, on the court shit. I don't like that. I think that the stuff that's off the court is not entertaining. When it's in the game and dudes are going at it, yeah, one way or the other. Like to me, that's entertaining because that it, it builds something. It's like the next time those teams play, you look forward to seeing like how they go at each other. Oh if yeah, they play in, like, if they play in the playoffs, you're like, man, yeah. this shit is gonna be loud. Did you see? Did you see when Pat Bev went back to the Lakers and the first game with the Bulls and he won? And he did the too small to LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious because there's no yeah. – in what world are they in the same category? I am I am highly looking forward to a Memphis Grizzlies-Warriors playoff match soon. I'm oh, there'll be a – I'm not down with Pat Beverly, man. I think he's hilarious. I do. He's hilarious he sucks. <laughs> oh, he's a ba- – no, yeah, he's he's not good at basketball. But he he's not scared. He, he will defend anybody. And he will – he plays them. I mean, he's like, I'm not gonna put up a hundred points, but I'm gonna get in your grill the whole time. Yeah. He, might not, he might not even put up ten. He's still in your grill, and he's gonna keep you to twelve. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Brian yeah, was his ass. Um, the second time, the second the game, time. yeah, they clown, yeah. they clown the hell out of him. <laughs> what's the what's the point guard for uh, the Lakers? The white guy? He's not a point oh. guard. I know what you're talking about. I, don't, I can't think of his but name. He, did, he hit a shot over Pat Bev and did, did, did the too small to him. LeBron <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went fun. up to the bench and was like, y'all going to have Pat Beverly? He's going to guard me? Uh, uh, that's just funny. Pat Beverly's over here just looking at the ground and didn't even say nothing. I'm like, hey, we, we you know what? You know what else is fun? What's, What's fun, Richard? Is, is watching The Last of Us in real time and not telling Kenny. Oh, it's been the greatest thing we've ever done to him. <laughs> I knew it. See, I knew it. <laughs> I even fucking said it. I'm like, look at y'all. Y'all assholes probably already seen it. <laughs> oh, man. It's been the greatest thing ever. 
When did y'all so watch good. it? Oh, I, was, we I were... was watching it as it was going, just oh, like you were. Fuck you. <laughs> I was done at the bachelor party. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> I said uh, it at the was... bachelor party. I, I know, I and that's like, why we were like, all right, we got motherfuckers probably seen it. And y'all are just being just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Oh, dude, I've been dropping hints through the podcast this whole time that I've watched it. Yeah. When we did the woke story. Oh, come on now, Kenny. He's so mad right now. He is. And it's great. So, yes, (laughs) very good show. Very good show. Yeah. Did the video game. That shit was so good. Justice. (laughs) Ending was... Ending was chef's kiss. It was, and I was so angry, but I was supposed to be... So good. So good. Kenny, yeah. thoughts? <laughs> You've been waiting so long. Dude, Richard, did you see the video of the clickers? Like the guys, the man and the woman recording the clicker noises in the booth? It's what? crazy. So, like, the like clickers. The of it? Yeah, like they were in an audio booth and they're like, all oh, right. that's cool. Version one. It was the weirdest shit ever, <laughs> and I got scared. But speaking it's okay. Of, speaking of the clickers, like if us three were in a room right now and there's some clickers, <laughs> I would like clap really, really loud and run. <laughs> Where y'all are standing though? I'm just gonna lay on the ground. <laughs> uh, well, since I get to talk about it now, I'm like, he's been waiting yes. for so long. I yeah. thought it was. Re- I thought it was. I mean, really, really well done. Like, because I played the first, I have not played the second one, so I have no idea really anything about what the second season and beyond is going to look like. But that first, dude, that first episode, oh my god, was like, was like deja vu, but it was like real life, and I'm like, this shit feels just like the game, but and if you didn't play it, you wouldn't realize it. But it was like, man, this is so crazy. Like, just well, some of the scenes were like, man, this is just nuts. Like, and yeah. so well shot. And, like, you can just tell that, like, they invested a lot of money into it, too. Because, like, everything looked so good. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like, some of this is abandoned, like, spaces and stuff they had. I don't know what kind of, like, CGI or what they I had was to wondering do to that too. That I was wondering going. how the hell did they make like St. Louis and Boston look like that without it was being great. There? That shit looks so realistic though. I don't know how they did it, but like all the spaces were like crazy. I heard they used some of the sets from Sugar Tooth. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh um, Sugar. Yeah. Um, Is it Sugar Tooth? Sweet, Sweet Tooth. Sweet, Sweet Tooth. Tooth. Sorry. By yeah. the way, season two's coming out soon. Grimy. I'm yeah. excited. Did you watch the trailer? Uh, yeah, but I it was it was a few weeks back and I can't remember all of it at the moment. It's okay, we don't need to get it. Let's talk more about how awesome the this show was. I'll oh, tell you this though, man. So like fucking good. The, so big, good, the biggest Richard. thing for me about the show is just like just the emotion. Like you there's did. some like crazy shit and like they they build up certain things yeah. and it's like the. I really like how much effort that they put into building up people's stories that yeah. aren't the main character. What I yeah, like everybody was, got a show. What I was really excited about was is they were able to do what the video video game was able to do is you buy stock into these characters. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. 
you are you feel like you're you are you're not there but you're like you care about them to a certain extent like the 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 episode where they were showing the two guys yeah and how they built their combat and all that and then they showed them dead and you're just (laughs) like you were sad yeah it was emotional man like it was like you're like i'm so happy these guys found each other in such such horrible times they're taking care of each other they're growing old together yeah oh fuck yeah you know it's it's it sucks it does but your boy it was out here looking like the the fucking brawny man but dude he had some like shit up his sleeve like oh he had that town dude Dude. that shit was his setup was so sweet man and like Dudes getting caught on fire with the flamethrowers and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, this is fucking badass. Dude, he would, was waiting his whole life for this. In my brain, I would be like, I think I could prepare like that. I would love to be prepared like that. If something when a doomsday prepper no finally gets a chance to go outside and say, see? Yeah. I fucking told y'all <laughs> this bomb shelter was going to come in handy. Yeah. If you didn't believe me. Dude, had the nicest S10 pickup I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> that sweet, that sweet wine hookup, man. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Who was a good, good cook? Chefing it up. Yeah. Had a garden. All, all this stuff's so simple, and like, I'm like, I respect the hell out of that. And maybe one day I could, you know, be an adult and actually like have my own garden and do all kinds of shit for myself and for my family. <laughs> And then you're like, nah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I get home from work and I'm like, there's no way in hell that I would want to attend to a garden right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, day. you know, in the end times, it's kind of all you really. But yeah, one of the few things you can do. And there's nothing else to do. Sure. Yeah. Dude, my favorite is this. Uh, what's the main character's name? The guy. Joel. Joel. When Joel looks at him and he's like, you know, you only got a, you only have a couple times with this, and when this falls apart. You're going to need some help. He was like, what I'll be okay. What a gangster Joel is, though. Oh, dude is fucking raw, man. <laughs> Do you know about Joel? Do you know that he used to kill? <laughs> yeah. Nah, didn't pick that up at all. That was something. I mean, I didn't play the game. I don't know much about the game. So, um, but just seeing that, I mean, they couldn't. One, the the acting, all the actors, especially um, him and her, are yeah. amazing. They have a great dynamic together. Yeah, it and there really grimy ass episodes where you're like, oh shit! I I'll tell you this: dead. I know a lot of people who are like that, uh, kind of like me, like they played the first one but not the second one, and play and watching this season has made them want to go play the second one. And it's like it's the opposite for me, like. I like the show so much that I don't want to play the second game because I don't want to know it. I don't oh, want to know yeah. anything about it. Yeah. Because like were, I was still surprised by certain things because I did forget about a lot of it. Yeah. But also like when I see stuff like oh yeah you know and I started kind of putting stuff together and piecing like parts of the events of it together. Mm-hmm. But literally like now I don't know what the hell happens and I want to try to like keep it that way. So I'm definitely not. Yeah. Reading any kind of like anything that kind of like guesses what's going to happen or what the second season is going to, where it's going to start at and this and that. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm in a space now where I have no idea what's going to happen. And I kind of, that's, that's where I like to, that's where I like to play at. 
Dude, yeah, so that'd be good. tough to hell of a spoiler alert. Um, trying to think if there was anything else. Um, I do, I do, I did respect that they they had a lot of people that were a part of the game, a part of the TV show as well. I think the yeah, original was Ellie cool. was the mother of yeah. Ellie in uh, one of the later episodes. Um, there were some people that were voiced uh, actors of the characters that got some roles in the TV series. And I feel like some of the same people that worked on the game worked on worked together with whoever the production. Yeah, Naughty, Naughty Dog. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really authentic in in a lot of ways to Naughty Dog puts out some along. banger video games, man. They yeah. But man, just to see God, like when I when I heard that was gonna be a show, I'm like, mm. But then when they released the cast, I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I was not expecting it. And then I told Minnie at first, I'm like, hey, yeah, I want to watch this. She's like, uh, and I told her, I was like, it's based off a video game. And I probably shouldn't even have said, <laughs> that. said that. Because she immediately was like, hmm, I guess. She's like, I'll watch the first episode. And then, like, that first episode was. It hit hard. It was tough to watch, too, man. Like, it it was just so surreal. And so the crazy, crazy thing is, like, we, you know, obviously this is, like, an extreme, but, like, we've been through, like, a pandemic now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, there's so many similarities, but it's, you know, but it's different. Obviously, it's a much more extreme level. Right. But, like, you're, like, man, that's, that. a lot of this stuff hits home. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's familiar in a sense. You know what I mean? It's yeah, and that's what's, that's what's so crazy about it, because now you look at stuff like that after going through COVID. You're like, you know, hey, that might be the next thing. Yeah. You know, you well, don't know. You know Nobody what makes ever me thought mad? COVID would have shut down the world. About how, you know how good this show was. You know what really makes me mad? Waiting to tell Kenny about it. No, no, that was hilarious. I'll never be <laughs> mad about that. I was um, to bring it back up again. Oh, yeah, of course. You have to. Um, you have a show about a pandemic come out. And no one said a word. And yet Amazon canceled. Was it Euphoric? Utopia. Yeah, Utopia. Utopia. Yeah, man. Utopia Dude, was like that's almost so too good. Real. It, yes, it was another, another season, man. Dude, it they, was. They let that shit completely so good. Completely untied up, like that. Yeah, that, that was one of the more frustrating. That was one of the more frustrating seri- like shows to watch when I realized there was nothing else afterwards. Yeah. Dude, I burned through that show so damn fast because i was because there was like i don't know man it, it's a different show but it's kind of the same but it was just so good it just it pisses me off because you know there could have we could be there could be another good show out there yeah yeah um speaking but, yeah. of uh, good shows um and is uh mandalorian oh yeah same actor which hats off to him for being able to do Mandalorian, Last of Us, some other. Sh- I'm sure he's got some other movies and stuff out, and then do Mandalorian again and just fucking crush it. <laughs> I just right. hope this. Just to say this real quick, I just hope that. And I know actors sometimes like when they're hot, they gotta just strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. I just kind of hope that he like keeps it keeps it tight. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> 
Oh, don't try to do you. too much, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, with certain, certain, sometimes actors can get a little, I'm trying to think of the word, like. The rock? <laughs> yeah, in a, in a sense, like a little. Kevin overs- Hart? You can, yes, yes, you can oversaturate the Chris market. Evans. <laughs> so don't take everything. Don't just, and I think he's yeah. been, I think he's done a good job of being very, like, selective with the roles that he does take. Well, Other like than that movie that, that he did with fucking uh, Nick Cage, I don't know what that shit was all about. I've only seen that. That was hilarious. Was it really? I have no idea what yes. the movie's about. I don't either, and I never, I didn't watch it, and I just thought, I was like, <laughs> I just, what the fuck is this, man? It's just keeps so good. The of them it really is good. I enjoyed it. Oh, man. I might, I might watch it, but like, I was just like, what is he doing? I was like, please don't tell me he's just like taking every every job that's out there now because doing? his name's hot. <laughs> like, well, apparently like, Nicholas so Cage stupid. is really fun to work with. Like, I know he's a crazy person, but he's like, a, like he had to take so many crazy movie roles because he was so in debt. Yeah. So he had to do any and everything he could. But he plays but, a lot the same character, though. I'll tell you what, though. That vampire movie he's in looks fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. I'll, yeah, that does look pretty I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. So let's get into The Mandalorian, and we'll wrap this up. Um, Where did we leave off? I guess two episodes ago? Yes. Were we current, like, two weeks ago? I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm well, up to speed. I, we watched it last night. Oh, time. I will say this about this last episode. We finally got our filler episode. I for real look, dude. Golly, we've already we had a couple this season, and I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that like they had to get those I cameos in, man. I don't like the season, but so far like there's been some there's been some highlights, right? And there's been some things that have kind of like pushed the narrative forward. Yeah, but for me like it's getting a little. Further away from the from what I've found most enjoyable about the show, were like the little one-off adventures with like Danny yeah. Grogu. And now I understand, you know, they're trying to build. They have a universe, and they want to expand upon it. And you know, they want it, and, and they're trying to do the whole Marvel thing to a degree, where they're sprinkling in this and this, you know these people here and there, and these events here and there, because it's going to lead to this. And when you watch this next show. You're going to be like, oh, I remember that. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, it just, it doesn't, Some of sometimes, like, it just doesn't have the same feeling. And, like, I, I just don't, I guess the whole, like, um, the whole focus on, was it, Bo Raton? Yeah. Is that what I mean? Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah. um. Oh, something. No, you're right. Bo-Rotan. Yeah, Bo-Rotan. 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 Yeah, there we go. I'm thinking about Boca Raton. Like, I like that, you know, it's, she's a cool character. She has a lot of, like, backstory, and she's, like, I guess essentially, like, what is the word I'm thinking about? Um, royalty. Yeah. Mandalorian royalty, basically, and this and that. Like, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like too much much of the it's just too 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 much of the story is being focused around her at this point they should have saved all that for her tv show because right. it's painstakingly obvious that they're going to do a show with the night owls or something cool. save that for the night owls show 
let's go find this robot part that we needed. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck happened with the robot part, man? Like, are they well, just the, done with that? Because yeah, because the city the, got blown up. So there you go. The and he got the little bootleg robot. Right. Then so it's just now, it's a. Now the two episodes before this last episode, I thought were really good. Some of them were good, man. Like the yeah. one, the one with the fucking. I'm only been fine with this last night's episode. The one honestly. with the dragon thing, or not yeah. the dragon thing, but the whatever the the ter- ter- pterodactyl thing they had to f- fucking fly down and. Oh yeah. yeah. That was a good episode. You know what I mean? And like. Well, I'll say this, and I gotta hop off. I just saw the time. Um. What's so frustrating now, guys, is there's only two episodes to wrap this up. Man, they better bring that shit home. That's all I know. Yeah. We better get an hour long episode. We I want to better see, get an hour long. I want to see somebody fucking riding a mythosaur. <laughs> I want to see some deception. Oh, that's already gonna happen. I don't know who it is, but somebody, somebody's get somebody is behind some fuck shit, and it's probably Boca, the armor. Boca Raton is up to some shit. No, I think the <laughs> I don't armor. Trust. I think, I don't trust I think, her. I think the armorer got some shit up her sleeve. I think they both are. How about that? How about a double double cross? Ooh. And it still it. suck because it doesn't include Grogu and the Mandalorian. Um, the one one of the big stories from the last episode was this unknowingly like dark side coming back type thing that I thought was really cool. So hopefully they expand on that before the end of the yeah of the, well, we of already, the season. Well, we already know what it is. Yeah, what's, what's his name? But I want to see it. <laughs> well, what did what did they call? What is like Snoke and all them? Like, what did they call the? Not it wasn't the Empire. It was something. Supreme leader. No, they they didn't call it the Empire. When it when they when the Empire came back, they called it something else. Oh, oh. I don't in the remember. Newer, in the newer Star Wars movies, um, is it the new Empire. The new no. and improved. No, new and improved. Something. Different. Um, I, I still think they called it the. No. Imperial. No. I'll find it. Cause it's gonna drive me crazy. But, 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 I, but is, yeah. this, is this one of the? It's weird. The, the the series is weird right now. This. They went in so many different directions in this season. I feel like. I got faith in them that they can they they can bring it all in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because now you got somebody. You feel like maybe somebody's trying to frame the Mandalorians, or maybe like the Mandalorians. Some of them did some bad shit because your yeah. boy Moff Gideon's still out there doing. Moff well, see, Gideon that's who shit. I think. I think the armorer is involved with Moff Gideon. The armorer is Moff Gideon. Oh, voice changer in the helmet. <laughs> that would be a. He knows he can't beat Din, so he had to make sure that he set up things to where Din would give the sword to Bo, whatever the the bow. Yep. Because she's like, I can beat, I can beat her ass. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. I know I can beat her ass. So as long as she has the sword. Got tan I'm in her name, man. Tan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Well, I gotta hop off, guys. <laughs> Y'all take it easy. I'll holler at y'all later. Alrighty. See you, man. See you. Alright, I gotta find the name of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Do they really uh, call something different? Yeah. The new I Empire was a short-lived Sith Empire established by the Rogue Sith Lord Darth Malgus during the Galactic War between... No, that's not it. 
I wonder how long they want to try to do this series to lead into that. I wonder how, like, what is the time? Well, that's the thing. I don't know if they can. Because we're kind of, I kind of feel like we're off from what, like, last season it seemed like, okay, they were, like, 20 years past or something like that. No, that's that's the thing. Where they are right now in the series. Oh, no, I got it backwards. Where they are in the series is right after. Return of the Jedi. Right. And, it, and, and it's like and there's a thir- it's like a 30 year period. Yeah, between Return of the Jedi and the newer, whatever the newest ones were. New Hope, no, no right. not New Hope. Um, you would yeah, the new ones. Yeah. And yeah, so there's a huge gap in time that like that they're filling in right now, and I really just don't know how, like, how far do like, expand. Like, like it's like, one of those things how like, far are you ever going to see. Are we ever gonna see Grogu like mature? Yeah. Because I mean, at this point, isn't he like already like well over fifty or something like that? <laughs> Who knows? It's something. He's I, still I they, like a kid or like a toddler. I know they've said how old he is, but like is old in our years, but like extremely young and whatever. Yeah, because Yoda was like seven hundred or some shit. Yeah, Yoda, yeah. I'm still over here trying to find the name of this fucking uh, the first order. Damn it! That's oh what yeah, was, that yeah, was that's, the that's what they called the entire group. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he Snoke. Let's see, man who ruled the first order as supreme leader during the New Republic era. Okay. So I mean, so I mean, I, that's the thing. This whole show. Is the it, I mean it really is kind of like the like the build up and like setting the groundwork for everything that happens in those movies because like you see the one like the doctor that was doing like the cloning technology yeah and all that stuff and like like Palpatine ended up coming back later on and we find out he was ended up being like a clone so you're kind of seeing like maybe where they got the cloning technology from. Yeah, that's true. Or where it was started, and then, like, who knows? Like, that's the thing. We st- There's so much stuff we don't know, because, like, they, they they brought that dude back for a reason and showed all that stuff for a reason, because... Yeah. Grogu was, like, extremely important. Yeah. To whatever they whatever it was they were doing, they needed him. Mm-hmm. Like, badly. So, that's not over. Like... Can't be. And the whole thing... Well, I mean, obviously, Moff Gideon... Like he and he was the one that was behind it, all of it. So it's like, who who busted him out? Why? At this point, you know, you know, they they the New Republic already has the idea that it was Mandalorians that did it, that busted him out, right? Because of the steel that was left behind. But like, who? Yeah. Because at this point, it makes you feel like, all right, it was probably the Night Owls or whatever. Because they made it, they they make it seem very clear. Well, that like, just it like the matter. episode of the the name of the episode last night, they're guns for hire. Yeah, they're like, hey, we don't care if it's if it's the Empire, if it's the Republic, who whoever it is, if they got the money. Mm-hmm. W- while we're under contract, like we are loyal to them, whoever it is, until the job's done. And once the job's done, like we go our separate ways, and we, you know, 
we don't no. know each other. You right. know, right or wrong. There, there is no right or wrong. It's whatever the job says. Yeah. So, but also, I feel like that is a little too obvious. Right? Doesn't it feel like a little obvious that, you know, like... It would be too obvious. It feels like it. And, like, the armor really was, like, pushing for, like, hey, do this. Go get more Mandalorians and this and that. I feel like it's a fucking setup. Maybe. Honestly, like, like for some reason, the armor is trying to but get... But didn't he also in his debt because he saved his son, too? No, that's not the armor. Oh, the, the lady armor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one that's trying to... He's telling everybody, hey, go do this. Hey, go do that. And it's like... Yeah. It feels like, obviously, just she's trying to get more Mandalorians together, but, like, is she trying to get a bunch of Mandalorians together in a group in one place for reasons? There's always there's always been this um, intriguing, almost, like, anticipation of a betrayal with her anyways. Yeah, it's just it's just such an odd for me too. It's just an odd turn of behavior as well because like for the longest time she just seemed like I don't know like this like almost like a religious leader, right? Where yeah. like it, she so it had, makes it like, hard to believe that that's what would happen. Like basically, like everything she would say, like everything that she said and did was like the gospel of the Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. You nothing went against whatever the way is, right? But then now she's like, oh, okay, I can see where like this would be cool if we got more people. Yeah, go ahead and take, take your off helmet your off. Yeah. And go bring more people and like go take your helmet off and go walk around in front and do of all this the, like out of character stuff. Yeah, that talk like about. it's weird and like the whole thing too that is so funny to me is like. They make this big deal about the Darksaber, right? It's such a, like, everybody wants this fucking thing, right? Yeah. And it's so important to Mandalorian culture and this and that. And for whatever reason, Din is like, I don't want that fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, ever since he got, ever since he, like, I guess, earned quote unquote, earned it, whatever, like... He hasn't even wanted the damn thing. Like, it doesn't seem like he, it's like he still can't barely, he can still barely use it. So it's not like he's been practicing with it. Yeah. And then the first chance he gets, he's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, this is actually hers because this happened, right? Yeah. Which I, I don't like, for me, I think it kind of, I think it's kind of funny, like how Dan is like, I think he's so too set. simple. He's that's what I'm saying. He's still set in his ways. He's like he doesn't want to be a leader. He's like, is this is this a cool weapon? Absolutely badass, one of a kind, right? But he's like, I don't want none of what comes along with this. Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm rocking this thing, then everybody wants me to lead them, and I'm not trying to lead the Mandalorians. Yeah. Does he want to contribute to Mandalorian like success? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think he wants. He want, I think he just wants to be able to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And what he wants to do is not lead a bunch of people. So I, it's just so funny that like everybody wants this thing, but yet the one dude that has it can't wait to get rid of it. Yeah. 
immediately. As soon as he gets the opportunity, he's just like, not it. <laughs> yeah, that, that that yeah, that's interesting. And um, I, I but I'll the, say yeah, this, the, though, if there's only two episodes left, there like that is just even more on top just, of what I was already thinking. That just has to. Something has to happen with it. For me, I'm just a little disappointed, kind of, with the whole how the whole thing went down with the dark saber, because it's like, it's just, it, you know, they make such a big deal about it, and like, it was really kind of a big part of the story for a while there. Yeah. And it's just so nonchalant. There's really not a lot of buildup in there, you know, behind him just giving it up. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, the only reason is for him to, for her to get that group of Mandalorians. Yeah. I'm just saying, I guess the way that she got the Darksabers just felt very, like, empty. It did. It didn't feel like there was just, just just, like, And even to Bogotan's credit, she was a little surprised herself. But then, as soon as she kind of understood, all right, this is mine, and then she lights the damn thing up, you can kind of see this grin on her face, like... I mean, it really, yeah, but it, I mean, it, <laughs> it showed a lot of character for him, but then it also showed like a lot, I guess, for her probably a lot of like, you know, trust. Because you also you also mentioned this uh, last week or the, or I guess a couple weeks ago about how you thought that that's what she was after, anyways. Yeah. And for her to get it so easily, that's probably that grin on her face was like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I had a feeling that she wanted it, but I had a feeling she was going to try to take it by some other means. Like, yeah, I I had her doing something deceptive to get right. it. Right, yeah. And I was very shocked when he was just like, here you go. And she's like, I thought it was oh, funny, oh, his tone. Room. His tone over, over, he was like, she did this right. And then, so technically, it's hers, right? And yeah, they like, just kind of throw it in their face, and they're all like, "Oh uh, yeah." Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and this is the, that's the whole, just that whole like the way that she earned it, the way that she got it, and where he's like, "I have basically just been babysitting this thing. It's really hers, anyways." Kind of deal. Yeah, was just like so crazy, but it does fit. It, it I guess it fits because like he hasn't wanted it the entire time. Yeah. If I had something like that and I actually wanted it, I'd be practicing with this shit every day. I'd be chopping trees down with that motherfucker. <laughs> but he's just like, I don't know. He's only used it like three or four times, if yeah. that. So, yeah, I don't know, He man. just sliced the shit out of that one droid. That was kind of tight. Yeah. It's just rough, man. I'm like, I guess, you know, if you just have this, like, fantasy where you're like, man, he gets all the cool stuff, right? And you yeah, got this badass, spear. yeah. You got the badass Mandalorian. He's got the coolest armor, yeah, or at least like the most expensive, probably. It was complete. Um, He's got that custom fucking Valorian steel. <laughs> yeah, is. Is yeah. Valorian? I was trying to think of the name. No, it, it's Vascar. Yeah, the Vascar plate. Yeah. So like. And then so it's like so you got this character that's got like the cool armor, but now also he's got like the coolest lightsaber, right? Yeah. But then now he doesn't, and you're like, man. Yeah, too many weapons. But then at the you same that time, like, from... it just it really him rocking a lightsaber really just doesn't fit anyways. No. Nah. Honestly, so it is kind of weird. 
But it's just There's one definitely of those something like, there to it, though. It's just the narrative of the story is going in so many different places right now, and I really just kind of don't <laughs> understand. Like, I can't with this right now. I don't know. I just don't know where it's going because it's like there's so much stuff because it's like obviously like i said the cloning thing they dedicated an episode to the doctor that's behind all this cloning technology mm-hmm. that's not a coincidence that was that was not just an accidental thing and then the girl that's obviously is still a mole for the empire you know what i mean like she's still there doing whatever she's doing right mm-hmm. The New Republic is basically fucking up, decommissioning all of their equipment that has anything to do with war and all of the Empire's equipment. So essentially, they're like, not only are we getting rid of your your, your weapons that you used to have, we're getting rid of ours too, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So they're decommissioning themselves, making themselves vulnerable and then you got the whole Mandalorian, the, where, whether Mandalorians either busted out um, Moff Gideon or it's some kind of setup. And then you just have the dynamic with all the different Mandalorian people. And then now they introduced a whole bunch more Mandalorians. So it's like. I'm curious because I because you know the the one conflict that's bound to happen is you know the the New Republic found the Mandalorian armor or whatever it was on that ship. That one guy that guy is gonna know how to find Din. And, yeah, maybe. And whether he shows up by himself to question them or if he brings some of his New Republic buddies with him, like. There could be a conflict there. Yeah, maybe. And the fact is, like, they're going to be... If, if he, she can convince those other Mandalorians to come with them, they're going to be just out in the open on this planet, not hiding like they usually do in caves or whatever. They're just going to... They have their plot of land on that planet now. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be able to hide. Like, so what's going to happen... You know, it's just... I don't know, man. It just seems like... Some some crazy shit's probably gonna go down pretty soon. Should, but well, uh, this is not Mandalorian dragon though. Somebody ain't riding that shit by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, pissed off. Well, let's wrap it up here, and uh, we'll definitely uh, be waiting for the next second to last episode of the season next week, and we'll have um, I guess next week will be a day before we go to Charlotte. Looking forward to looking forward to going to the Queen City next weekend for the oh, shit. the big right. day. Yeah, next weekend. Also looking forward to um, seeing you and the fam on Saturday. Oh yeah, Ashton birthday. A busy busy time of the year. <laughs> it really is. Sorry, folks. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. We are pretty much everywhere, but definitely on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Y'all. Oh.